Hi, everyone, and welcome to Presenting Accountants. I'm Alexandra Burnburnett, and I'm the founder of Speaking Ambition, and we are here to help accountants, to help you scale up your speaking and communication skills so that you really connect to your relationships, your business relationships, and affect results as well. So this is a groundbreaking new podcast. We've been shaking things up a bit. And if you are with me right now, um, well, you can either be listening to this now on the podcast or also be watching this. So I'm just going to give a little wave to those watching the video and saying hello. And um, and also, of course, a very audible wave uh, to those who are still listening on the podcast wherever you are. So today I want to talk to you about how you can transform your financial reports into something really sticky in the brain, something that makes people understand exactly what they need to do next, something where they can just hear these numbers and go, wow, that's really going to stick with me. I now know exactly what to do, where to go and why they matter. So we're going to create some sticky storytelling. And that's what storytelling is. It's a process. It's a a real structure, uh, a a huge narrative, basically, that gets broken down into so many elements. It's a real framework that you can use to actually go, right, instead of just the information, the data that I have, and I'm going to throw it at you, and then everyone looks confused and has no idea what to do next, You create your value by helping them understand what's going to happen next, to to make them feel something so that these numbers really can be effective. Because isn't that the whole point of, of having these reports in the first place? To give us valuable insights, to know what steps to take forward, to know where things are going wrong, to encounter all sorts of journeys and to really help the business grow and move forward and to highlight any issues. And that's what stories do. That's the whole point of a story. Humans have been telling stories since we evolved from microbes. We have been using stories to share information. We have been using stories to warn people, to incite people, to engage people, to enrage people. (laughs) Stories are powerful and they shouldn't be ignored. There is a very clear framework that is used. And the reason why stories, uh, this framework is really powerful is because it's not just one part of our brain that's being used. So what happens with a story is that you set a scene, you engage emotion and you relate to said person's brain. So you're activating not only their emotionary senses, but also their their sights, their sounds, their memory, and that ping, 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 all these bits in the brain are lighting up and it sticks to those bits of the brain so much more so than one statistic fact or metric would um, because it's just going, just one, one little part of the brain is lighting up. And that's, that's really, you know, not going to have much action, especially if you're talking to a non-financial audience. So we're going to break this down into three powerful parts of actions that you can do now um, to implement storytelling technique, data storytelling into your present uh, to your presentations and to how you deliver 
report some financial information so that it can really connect, really make an impact and really inspire to so that you get more results and that you really show your value as an accountant or a financial advisor or CFO, where, wherever you are working with numbers. Okay, should we get started? <laughs> First of all, though, before we do, that reminds me, I want you to keep in touch and get connected. So first of all, I would love you to uh, give this a review. So wherever you are, please let us know where you are. You can also find us at or find me specifically at www.speakingambition.com, uh, where you can also take the Speaking Skills for Accountants scorecard. See how well you do at presenting, at engaging and also at resonating with your audience and storytelling get your score there. And also you can find me on LinkedIn and YouTube, all those kind of places. So go and find me, say hello, please, and all join the group as well, which is for inspiring communicators. Okay, we're going to get cracking now. This is it. Number one is, first of all, to tell the captivating story. And to do that, you have to know what is that story? What are you trying to say to people? So think about it. You've got this report downloaded from your software. You've pulled out all of your, your data and it's compiled in some beautiful numbers or even beautiful charts and graphs. And the first question you need to ask is what am I going to trying to say with these numbers? What is the story here? Now, one thing that might be really helpful for you, and um, I can actually have a download of this as well, is that you can look at the seven stories that are out there in the world, because actually there are only seven stories. Uh, so for instance, one of them that you'd know very well is the hero's uh, journey or overcoming the monster. Let's go with that one. It's a really good one. So overcoming the monster, um, which is a very well-known version of a story, which basically means is that we have to, it can be an internal monster, it could be an external monster, like physically, you know, kind of like lots of the Greek myths with big monsters that you take down and you fight and you win and uh, and the world is saved again uh, to fight another day. So, for instance, if you think of, I don't know why it's just come to my mind, but Independence Day, <laughs> so with Will Smith and Bill Paxman, um, you know, there's basically the alien invasion is coming and they fight to overcome the monster with a big virus that they managed to use with their completely compatible software with aliens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... And that's an example of a story um, that overcomes it. And there's a lot of corporate stories out there where they overcome the monsters. So a lot of like medical, uh, you know, kind of think about what's happening in the world at the moment in terms of vaccines. You know, that is the thing. We're on this mission to overcome the pandemic with and that, you know, someone will be victorious one day with their their design of the, the vaccine that will come out. Now, that will also happen in numbers. So what is the story? Are you trying to overcome a monster? 
Are you going on a quest and therefore you've returned with all this information that you can now share? So think about uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, where they go on an adventure and they come back the wiser for it, the better for it. Um, Where uh, Alice in Wonderland, for instance, goes on this crazy, chaotic uh, adventure where all these things happen and then she returns back to her normal land and all is right with the world again. Uh, then you also have a rags to riches type of tale, um, which is a really brilliant. We love a rags to riches in business storytelling. Um, so, for instance, they started with nothing. They had like, you know, low seed money and they created this imagine, you know, fantastic wealth and wonder um, through their own innovation and because of the power of themselves. So you'll often find a lot of certainly SaaS companies of late have done this airbnb is a classic one uh where they have they were two guys you know <laughs> in san francisco in you know with a basic website and they're just trying to turn it around and and try, like you know they're actually going to homes and selling like mattress space somewhere and suddenly you know because no it wasn't hot like loads of work <laughs> Suddenly there's a miraculous beast of a business appears and it was all from their innovation and hard work and 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 they were literally went from rags to riches. So it's that kind of tale. And for instance, with Airbnb as the example, their pitch deck, their finances would have had to have shown their journey and their tenacity um, as they went on. And that is the the power of, you know really effective storytelling with accounts is that they took a set of numbers, their statistics, their metrics, their growth patterns, everything, and they transformed it into something that people really wanted to throw their money into because they wanted to be a part of it and they wanted to see what happens next in the next episode. And this is how storytelling is really, really powerful. So the first question you need to say is what story am I telling with these numbers, even if it's a quarterly financial report, even if you're just delivering kind of basic P&Ls, you have information and it is trying to do something. So ask yourself, what is this? What does it do? What's the point of it? Why does it exist? This report, it's trying to do something. So is it trying to get someone to review their costs, for instance? Is it trying to reflect the past so that they can make themselves better. So that would be kind of like an overcoming their own monster story. So they would be going, okay, we've looked at the last quarter. This hasn't been great. This has had a massive impact. We need to learn. We need to grow. We need to overcome that monster to become better and to become what, for instance. Um, so it could be the, the Jekyll and Hyde story, as it were, um, which is the good, which is the bad. And how does the good overcome the bad to, to create a wonderful, beautiful future? That makes sense. So ask yourself, what do the audience need to learn from this piece of information? And I say audience in place of stakeholder. If, you, if you've worked with me and you know me, this is what I do, um, because I, I do really want you to think of this in terms of an audience rather than just our stakeholder relationships. People who are really listening to what we say, people who will need to be engaged uh, by what we say, who need to leave by learning something. And actually, that's a really great point. The, when we connect with stories, I think it's actually, 
it's really valuable to see what connects you personally to a story as well. Um, so have a look at, look at what movies you love, what genre, um, what's your favourite movie, what's your favourite book, uh, why do you, you know, what's your favourite fiction or anything like that and how, uh, even, you know, music, because music does tell a story uh, and certainly a really emotive one because it's, it's either motivating us, you know, in the gym or we, why do we listen to people pouring their hearts out about, you know, love songs and breakups and things like that. What is it? Why do we watch horror movies? Why do we love being scared? Why do we love um, kind of these heartwarming, heartbreaking tales where you're sobbing away? Um, and that's, that. It's it's the way it makes us feel. But I'd love to hear what you say. So actually, please do comment as well. How, how, why do you watch a certain movie over and over again? What's that for? And usually it's the way we feel, but what is that? Really? So have a look at that, that feeling, because um, that is really what's going to help you out there with like really searching for what you want the audience to feel like and then really identify the, the result that you're looking to get from that. So the, the second the second stage of this podcast, um, and it's something that I really love teaching in my presentation skills sessions, is uh, is your mindset. And I call this the mentor mindset. So if you overview your entire work uh, as if you're on a stage and there is a script writer writing every one, every part of your movement and, every, and your stakeholder audiences <laughs> movement. So, for instance, you're walking into a meeting room and it is a set and a stage and there's a table and there's a fourth wall somewhere. And I want you to imagine that someone has written this. There's a, a screenwriter or a script writer out there who has crafted the entire meeting from beginning to end. And the beauty of that narrative, or he's created characters that all have a function and have a role. And every one of these characters is there for the very, very sole purpose of making the story work and making the story move forwards. Okay, does that uh, does that make sense? So it's it's projecting the story forwards. It's it's got giving it momentum, and that is the whole purpose <laughs> of all these characters, and they all have their part to play in that. So Im imagine yourself in that meeting room. Of course, today it might be a Zoom meeting room, so you could just see the squares popped up on a screen. But still, you're still in a space occupying occupying a space to share information and inspire action and to connect with others. Otherwise, it would just be an email. So think about this. If this was a written, a well-written uh, play or script or movie, whatever it is, uh, the writer would have a lead character, the hero. And that lead character is the person who is trying to overcome the massive challenge. So they are the one with the mountain to climb. And then there would be the villain, the antagonist. <coughs> Excuse me. So the antagonist in the room um, is not necessarily a person, but definitely, definitely a problem. 
So what is the problem? What is the reason why you're there? What are you there to overcome? That's the real question. And then there is traditionally uh, a series of other characters, which we call supporting roles. And they can have various functions. One of them can usually be um, kind of like a sidekick carry. Uh, type character um, so they are usually there to explain really obvious things to the audience and we probably always have that person in a meeting uh, <laughs> who gives a backstory who gives information who says things that the lead character can't um, because it'd be really obvious coming from them um, but they support the overall information it could even be a report on the table giving any background information to why you're all there or an agenda even could be a really good supporting role but the one that we're really really interested in the one I think that you need to take the most interest in is the mentor the role of the mentor so get this and see if it sounds familiar a mentor is someone who guides the lead character they do not do the work for the lead character but they do give the data the experience and the tools needed to go and guide the lead character to fulfill their mission does that or does that not sound exactly like an accountant exactly like a CFO, exactly like an FD. Absolutely. You provide the data, the analytics and the tools for the business to succeed, to overcome the mountain and the experience. Absolutely every time, but you do not do it yourself. You're not the hero yourself. You are guiding the hero to success. You are the um, Merlin to King Arthur. <laughs> the wise wizard um, and and often that's exactly it you'll see these characters in stories and movies that are old and wise and they've been there so for instance uh just said it Merlin in uh King Arthur um Gandalf <laughs> going back to Lord of the Rings uh provides all of the wisdom and inspiration and support and nurturing um equally the fairy godmother in Cinderella provides the tools but she has to go on a journey herself still loses a shoe who know um and also ah who else gosh there's so many Yoda Yoda is a classic one my favorite one is Bond um is in Q Q in Bond the quartermaster obviously because I'm Alexandra Bond Burnett <laughs> I like to go for the Bond in that so Bond is a classic character he's riddled with all sorts of character flaws it's marvelous um that we watch out for in every film um, but the classic thing about uh, Bond is that he has Q and Q gives him directions, uh, hacks into things, gives him the tools, the software, the gadgets, the gizmos, the cars, um, all of the insights that Bond needs that at some point he'll have a crisis point in the journey and then he'll go, oh no, how am I going to get out of this again? And whoosh, suddenly he's got a magic watch or pen or something or the car, you know, ejector seats kind of things um, that suddenly is implemented in just at the right time so that he can save the day. And that's exactly what you do. That's your job is that accountant's job is to fly in and save the day when a business needs it the most uh, with the tools, with the gadgets, with the insights that you have. So this is my second uh second really 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 big takeaway is that you have to get if you're going to share information 
you've got to get your head into what I call the mentor mindset. You are not there to solve your own mission. You are not there to solve your own challenge, your own journey. You are there to solve the hero, the business's challenge. You are, or not to solve it, sorry, to help them to solve it, to empower them to solve it, to give them the tools, the guidance, the research. So if you get your brain into that space, into that Yoda space, um, that you are just there to give your experience, to give your knowledge, to give your professionalism to that, then that is exactly, you're going to be so empowered when you share that information from that perspective. So it really is a, a let's say, I say, I call it a minds, mentor mindset, a very much a mentor perspective as well. So that is the second one. Um, I'm just checking how I'm doing for time, actually. Wow. Okay. We're cracking on. <laughs> okay. Number three. Number three. Oh, the numbers. So, so far I've talked about like really what's guiding you in the story and, and how to be really effective. But it's the really important thing is being able to look at a set of numbers. How can you, how can you look at a set of numbers and go... <laughs> How am I meant to transform this into some wild and interesting and retellable story? Uh, a story that people will walk out and they will. They will be, be so retellable, it will stick in their brains, be a sticky story that travels with them, ignites all those senses. Uh, so the first thing you need to do is identify the characters in your little numerical, your data story, your financial data story. So let's make it really simple. Um, every story will always have a hero and a villain and, um, and then a series of supporting characters. But first of all, it's those two, the hero and the villain. So have a look at the story that you're trying to tell and really think about... Um, think about which number is being a real hero, <laughs> is leading the way, is the charging light for the story you're trying to tell. And which number is the baddie, is dragging everything down, is causing problems. Now this is the thing. So um, we could also say this this way, which is being, uh, well, if we say in a story, we have a beginning and a middle and an end, we need something to happen and usually that's caused by the villain. So the, the villain, uh, this number causes the conflict, the problem that you've got to solve. So it could be that you've um, identified that there is through a number, through a number in, this, in, the, in your report, um, that there is a massive problem um, in your overall uh, product spend or something in the margin or there's a deficit somewhere. And that or even in cash flow, cash flow is a real journey. So it's perfect. Um, so really identify what is the what is the bump in the road there? What's causing the problem? What is that? What is the little uh, Iago causing issues um, and whittering things in the ear of there being a problem to the main major number? So we would have hit this target of a 37 percent increase in overall uh, spend if it weren't for uh, <laughs> that, that evil villain of manufacturing costs. Um, so that kind of thing. So you really need to identify the characters in the number and that really help you uh, really give the, um, 
really set in motion what the story is. The next thing is to identify what the resolution is and a solution. Now, I don't mean that you have the answer to everything and the answer to the solution, but you can certainly steer the room towards a resolution and the story towards a resolution and a solution, if that makes sense. So that's a really important part to the next part of of data storytelling is to be really clear on the number that represents the villain of the piece, what's causing the problem, and the hero of what the over, uh, hero. So, what is the journey that you're trying to go on, and what is it that you're trying to achieve? Why? Why basically? Why are you looking at these numbers in the first place? Why are they important? Why are you reporting them? Um, and obviously, there's a lot more complex parts that you can do to that, but this is the overall consensus of storytelling. And on that note, I'm going to leave you with this, is that you will always need three very simple things, which is a beginning, a middle and an end. <laughs> and it's the magic ingredients that go into that afterwards. So that is it. That is how to be so much more effective with data storytelling. So I tell you what, if you really love this, please leave me a review. And I'd love to actually hear directly from you about what really stood out for you in this episode and what you're going to use when you go out there. So let me know in the comments, let me know via email. So you can email me at uh, hello at speakingambition.com. As I said, you can find me on Facebook at Speaking Ambition and also join the group, which is communicating uh, for something. Actually, I've completely forgotten. <laughs> I have to put it in the link. Uh, communication for um, something like effective leaders. I will put it on the link because you'd think I'd remember that. So I hope that was a great episode for you. Do uh, say hi and go out there, tell stories, engage information. And don't forget also to look at the language you use um, when you're working with numbers. Numbers are very factual, but they are powerful as well. They have negative and positive con um, ideas and connotations. So the more language you use to really draw and paint a picture using imagery and descriptive words will further ignite those flashes in the brain so that people will remember them and relate and resonate to them, which is the most important thing. And that is the reason why you're sharing them in the first place. Okay, guys, fantastic. Go out there, connect, inspire and present information really well, my presenting accountants. So I will see you on the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.